Festivals. Festivals. When George was growing up, no, his father. It's nothing. It's a stupid holiday my father invented. It, it, it doesn't exist. Happy Festivals, Georgie. A new holiday was born. A Festivus for the rest of us. <laughs> and at the Festivus dinner, you gather your family around and tell them all the ways they have disappointed you over the past year. And is there a tree? No, instead there's a pole. Requires no decoration. I find tinsel distracting. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome into the Pamela Michelle show. You did not turn on Seinfeld, although definitely YouTube that episode because it is clearly one of my favorites. I dedicate a show to Festivus every year when I used to do Sports Infusion, Bets Like a Girl, Sports X Radio, anything. Festivus came around December 23rd today and it was just my favorite day only because you get to tell people who really piss you off how and why they piss you off. Now granted, I will, I will say, <clears throat> excuse me, that you really shouldn't have to wait until this wonderful holiday to do that. You should be able to tell people how they piss you off and when they piss you off anytime you want. But this is just a madman's holiday. And who better than George Costanza's father to have created such a day? By the way, <clears throat> This Festivus episode is brought to you by Reaper's Brew Coffee, and you can go to reapersbrew.com, get your favorite coffee, or what will be your favorite coffee, between the electric chair and the murder mud. The electric chair is going to give you that extra boost of caffeine. The murder mud is definitely my favorite. It's nice and smooth. It flows. I'm actually drinking a cup right now while I'm doing this Festivus episode. I love Reaper's Brew Coffee. The best coffee your lips will ever taste. It's a guarantee. You go to the you go to checkout, blah. I can't fucking talk. And you you enter the code PMS at checkout and you will get a discount. I know that Christmas is just in a couple of days and it's a little obviously late to order your coffee because it's obviously not going to get there in time. <clears throat> Trust me, I know. My mom is going out of her fucking mind because she ordered a package on December 12th and it is not here for Christmas. I think in my mom's head, I am forever like five or six years old. She put up so many decorations this year and I do decorate my house as well, but she's more than pumped for Christmas this year. And you know what? I'm going to give her that joy. That's fine. But she is so worked the fuck up that she has not gotten this package. And I feel bad for our, I feel bad for our male lady because she literally, <laughs> every time she sees her, opens the door and then kind of peeks her head out and she's like, I didn't get any other packages. Did I? Is that it? It's like, mom, the mail service is fucked right now. Just leave it alone. I am not five years old. It will come after Christmas. You can give it to me then. We'll be done with it. Almost kind of sounds like a Festivus rant, doesn't it? But it's the truth. I mean, guys, give your postmen 
in women a friggin' break. They have zero control over what's getting sorted. They have zero control over the length of time that your packages are going to get delivered. And you know what? They are so overwhelmed, bogged down, and overworked. Give it a break. You know, this is a Christmas unlike any other. We can't get together for the holidays with family the way we used to do. And you know what? I actually kind of like that because in my family, what usually fucking happens is I cook with my dad all Christmas Eve, all night. And then Christmas Day, we get up, everybody comes over. Mm, I want to say around 9 30, 10 o'clock is when they come over. And my mom's got to put out the coffee, you know, get cocoa for the kids, have all the little treats out, little breakfast cakes. My dad used to work for Entenmann's and there used to be a shitload of Entenmann's all over the place. Breakfast foods galore. And then everybody eats. And I clean up. And I do those dishes. While I'm still making dinner. While everybody else relaxes. Even though I, you know, well, in the past I've worked radio, so I wasn't really working my ass off. But this year I'm fucking working my ass off. And nobody helps. Fuck you. Then we have to set the table. Dinner comes, one o'clock, everybody eats. And then guess who cleans up and has to do the dishes again? I feel like a fucking maid. I don't get to enjoy the holiday my sister-in-law gets fucking rocked every year, drinks at least two bottles of fucking wine. My sister does not help for whatever reason. She thinks she's a queen damn bee and just sits there, allows everybody to wait on her. My mother dotes on her, but I, I, I'm helping. And the worst thing is I'm so stubborn that if somebody were at least to bring the dishes in for me, I'd be goddamn grateful. At least a little bit of effort and I would be grateful. I'm always grateful for the most little bits of effort. It's what my uncle used to do. He passed away about seven years ago from brain cancer and he was the only one that ever helped clean up. He'd at least bring the dishes to the kitchen for me. And nope, everybody just gets up from the table. Nobody brings in their goddamn dish. Pamela cleans the table. Cinderella does the dishes. And then does the lunch dishes, does all the other things, and then dessert has to go out. And guess what? We're making more fucking coffee again. This is a quick way of saying it would have been so much better if it was Reaper's Brew. Follow them on Twitter at Reaper's Brew and on Instagram as well at Reaper's Brew. The airing of grievances has always been <clears throat> my favorite episode. And yes, that was sort of at one point, I'm sure that was a festivist rant that I had about how lazy my sister-in-law and sister are, where I do at least five sets of dishes, five loads of dishes a day for Christmas Day, Thanksgiving, all the fucking holidays. This year, I'm actually glad there's no family gatherings because I can just do nothing. It'll be nice and quiet. I already made the filling for my lasagna. I already made all my little cookies and treats, gave them to my ungrateful staff. And you know what? Thanks for working for me, guys. No matter how ungrateful these pieces of shit are, sometimes they show up for work. 
most of the time it's my fucking problem because I'm a thick-headed bitch where I expect you to work, actually. You're getting paid to be there. You're going to work. If you're not going to work, I send you home. And they know that. So I'm, I'm going to try something a little bit more as a tactic kind of to keep them there to torture them. Just work them to fucking death. And so they quit on me. It's going to probably, that probably wasn't smart to say. But then again, they don't fucking listen to this show anyway. So that's fine. Anyway, I'm going to stay in my pajamas the entire day. And I'm probably going to watch a Christmas story at least four times. Have a couple of drinks myself. And go to sleep early. It's going to be heaven. It's going to be great. And it is not going to annoy me the way some of these people annoy me throughout the year. So, <clears throat> as you heard at the beginning of the show, Festivus is the airing of grievances. Most of my grievances do come from men. Honestly, most of my grievances this year come from what I do for show content. I cannot believe what some people consider wooing, courting, complimenting, what have you. I also want to tell you guys, look, you cannot put smart, funny, and handsome as fuck as your first line of your profile unless you're really handsome as fuck. Because some of you just are not. And your last line says you're 100% single. Please don't be clingy. Okay. For one, the dude who wrote this is not as handsome as fuck. Two, the handsome as fuck part is why you are 100% single. Okay. That is ego beyond belief. Half the time I wish I had that ego, so maybe a little bit stems on me being jealous, but you are unbelievably ridiculous when you're going to put something like that in your profile, and please don't be clingy. You know what that gets you? That gets you canceled. It gets you an X. At that point, I don't even think I wanna use you for content for my show. You suck, and good luck trying to find somebody who thinks you're as handsome as fuck, and don't worry, nobody's going to be clingy because nobody is going to want to deal with that ego straight away. Trust me on that. Also, what I wanna say is this. I get so many direct messages emails from you ladies even you guys actually and quick shout out to my friend Derek who finally found a girlfriend and thank god because I think he was on the edge of just completely giving up if you really want to find somebody like I told him every time be patient be patient somebody that you gel with will eventually be there Sometimes it takes a really long time to find that person. It's why I only have a select few people in my life is because I can't deal with drama. I can't deal with bullshit. And you know what? <clears throat> None of you 
none of you should be so desperate that you're going to hang on to somebody begging for their attention. Guys, ladies, you know that's bad girl rule number one. We don't beg. You never beg for somebody's attention. So what I'm going to say <clears throat> to all the emails, to all the tweets, DMs, whatever, do not, do not people, ladies, gentlemen, ever try to convince somebody why they shouldn't leave you. They already know what you have to offer. If you've spent time with them, they already know. You can't convince somebody to stay. You just shouldn't ever beg somebody to stay or try to tell them what your worth is. You're not reminding them of anything. Attraction, it doesn't work like that. You can go down on a girl and make her squirt across the fucking room. You can make a guy's dick as hard as you possibly can. Jerk him off while you're sucking him. And that actually is going to be a little bit of a rant later. They're choosing not to appreciate you or recognize your value. You can't keep constantly reminding somebody. Don't give them more of an ego because that's all you're really doing. You are just pumping their ego, making them think they're the shit, and they like you begging. They like that ego stroke. Don't do it. They already feel superior to you. Don't need, you don't need that. You don't need to make them feel above you. When you are truly into somebody, they should make you feel like you're on an equal playing field. You should be partners. You know, every one of us, well, not every one of us, we all want somebody who can really get us to the core, who understand us. I kind of, in my Freudian philosophy, kind of correlate it to a very Bonnie and Clyde type vibe. You want somebody that's going to be down for you. You want somebody that you could ultimately go rob banks with, so to speak. You know, you want somebody who's going to share some of your interests and play with you. It's all we want. That very close-knit type relationship where you're that person's, not everything because that fucking scares me to death by somebody telling me that I am their everything. I don't want to be your everything. I want to be part of your life. If I am your everything, that is the quickest way to get me to run. It really is because then my independence feels threatened, my freedom feels threatened, and I am not about that. I don't, oh, technically, <laughs> that's funny. I don't want to be somebody's everything. But when you give somebody that feeling of superiority, you are giving them that power over you. At that point, you need to tell them to go pound sand. Keep going, keep pushing, and never allow anybody ever to make you feel like you need to prove to them how much you're worth. If they, they already see it, trust me. Trust me, they already see it. If they don't want to appreciate it, that's a their problem, not a your problem. And hopefully the heartache doesn't last too long and you can walk away and find somebody better. So another one of my problems with you guys 
is how much I share with you. And this is a me problem, sort of. I don't know if you guys realize, like, once I start talking to you off air or get to know you a little bit out of the DM world when I've cor- I, when I correspond with you regularly, I, I don't know why I just stumbled all over that fucking word, but I did. There is a difference. And I feel like to a point, I even may disappoint some of you where I don't care about that. But there's a difference between Pamela and Pamela Michelle. Like I had said before, I was once told by a good friend of mine, say what you want, do what you want, talk about what you want. And I do. It's what makes this show good. It's what makes me happy. I'm a lot happier doing this, making money, than talking about sports. I can talk about sports till I'm blue in the fucking face. Nobody knows sports like I do. And nobody's as good at it as I am. But it doesn't make me happy anymore. This is what makes me happy. But there is a difference between Pamela and Pamela Michelle. Pamela Michelle is the entertainer. That is definitely me. But it's me turned all the way the fuck up. If I wasn't entertaining, if I wasn't captivating, if I wasn't drawing you in, I wouldn't be making money. I wouldn't be doing my job. I don't let you guys see Pamela. You see Pamela Michelle. So if you see Pamela in DMs and you're like, oh, wow, you're she's kind of chill. She's not always talking about, you know, fucking blowjobs, sex. <clears throat> nope, because I have other interests. And if I'm talking to you about that, that means I actually like you and I'm interested in you. I've probably lost a few relationships or potential relationships because people are afraid of what I do. People are afraid I'm going to put them on blast. I'm saying if I'm showing you a little bit of a softer side of me, it's because I trust you. So be grateful. Be grateful that I'm showing you that there's a difference between Pamela Michelle and Pamela. If I'm telling you stories about my childhood, I'm telling you all these different things that I like. I'm a funny girl and I like to talk. Communication has always been a thing of mine. It's why I'm good at this. But there is a difference and understand that I am not going to entertain you all the time, even though I do entertain. On that note, if you ever have used pictures of me to masturbate, I do expect a Christmas gift. I'm just saying like this, this is not a free service. It, it's just not. And some of the, some of the pictures I put on Instagram definitely are a little bit more racy. Definitely. But if you ever use pictures to masturbate of me, I will let you know where you can Venmo me some cash. And guys, girls, oh, especially guys, do not be afraid to give your girl gift certificates or money. I would much rather have that than a Christmas present. This Festivus episode, I didn't want to make too long. Just a couple of little rants that I had going on. The most important one is this <clears throat> that I will leave you with. Other than the, if you masturbated to me, I want the Christmas gifts. Um, I constantly get a lot of you ladies asking me what my blowjob techniques are, what I do in bed to make a guy happy, anything. 
every guy's different. Every guy likes something different. My advice to you is be a student of the game. Know your guy, know what he likes, and then zone in on that and do your best to make him happy. Effort, believe it or not, is sexier than anything. If your guy knows that you're into it and that you're enjoying it, you're probably going to be great at it. So don't ask me about oral sex tips. I've given you those already. I had somebody ask me what my technique for hand jobs was. (laughs) Not that I don't do it. I do. You know what my technique for hand jobs? Put your mouth on it. Okay. Put your mouth on it with your hand. That is the best hand job technique I can give you. You put your damn mouth on it. And with that, <laughs> you can get at me at Pamela underscore Michelle 5 on Instagram, Sporty Diva on Twitter, Facebook Pamela Michelle 03, Snapchat, I can't remember what it is, but it's in my Instagram profile. Guys, I hope you have a great Festivus. Make sure you tell everybody always how you feel about them. And happy Hanukkah to my Jewish friends. Merry Christmas to everyone else. Have a great day. And don't let your families annoy you and let you be on a Zoom call for too long. A half hour is too long. (laughs) Take care, guys. Have a safe holiday, whatever you celebrate.